Welcome back, listeners. Uh, so just a little recap, uh, segment one alley. Um, we talked about the high-speed planters and, and corn, and, and certainly um, you know, I get a lot of questions, you know, from growers about, you know, what are other guys saying about it? What do you think? And, uh, you know, certainly these things have a major price tag on them. And, and Allie, I know you have a lot of growers, too, that are taking the retrofit you know, angle that working out okay from a cost standpoint from what you're hearing? Yeah, it tends to be coming in as maybe a cheaper option, just utilizing what you already have, but just Mm -hmm. also ramping up the amount of of speed that you're able to plant these acres at as we roll into spring. So yep, yep. And uh, any feedback I get from growers, once they get converted to the system, I I don't think there's any looking back. Most growers I have have been really positive about it. In most cases, you know, with a couple of challenging springs, if they're looking at, hey, I'm, I'm getting planted, you know, 15 20 percent faster than taking looking at some of the the yield curves on planning date boy it's some pretty significant return on investment when you start running some of that math across uh, how many acres you're getting planted well yeah and you look at early planning in general so arguably i mean we've talked about the benefits of if you could be planting corn and soybeans at the same time obviously that you know that would be ideal but in a lot of situations we're not able to do that so arguably you could plant either one of these first but i think another big piece of early planning too is even if you start to look at maybe the corn silage sector of our industry you know here in southeast minnesota we work with quite a few different dairies and i think the ability to just um, plant your acres a little bit more timely so that your your moisture is sitting where you need it to be this fall is a really nice piece of this as well so we've talked a lot about you know maybe the differences in, in speed of some of these planters we started to dabble in a little bit more about singulation but uh, really i think as we start to focus here a little bit more in this segment soybean singulation and just the populations in general we've started to push lower populations um, than maybe we've seen in the past um, so just maybe walk us through some of the the supporting materials we have that support um, what we need what we need spacing wise in soybeans yeah it, it's interesting and um, I got a little bit intrigued about you know soybean singulation population um, you know doing um, yield estimations in soybeans it really isn't a common practice that that even you or I or even growers go out and do where we love doing it with corn and we have apps that you can do with corn take a picture with our Pioneer Seeds app which is pretty awesome um, but I, I did an FFA project uh, down south of Harmony here last fall and, and we actually went out and did the exercise of, of determining soybeans you know yield estimations and and it includes a formula of just harvesting so many feet of a single row and doing some math and and when we were all done this was a small area one variety it it it, it kind of jumped out at me just how, how big of a range the yield was. So we had a low yield of 51.97 and a high of 95.8. And then the other two were 85.03 and 69.22. And and when we got done, I, I really hadn't really looked at, you know, what did the samples look like when we pulled them. And, and when I kind of circled back to all the kids, what really stood out to me was the high yield checks had really good spacing. You know, where the ones that were lower... There was three, four plants that were bunched together, and then there was a gap. And, and sometimes when they're bunched together, they're spindly. There's not many pods that had a low seed count per pod on average. And and it kind of intrigued me where, you know, I'd kind of heard some people talking about singulation, high speed, lower populations, that there could be some correlation to that. And certainly, Ellie, when you think about singulation, it, it does play a big role. We talk a lot about seed treatment, protect your plants so we don't lose them. But in this Iowa State study, they did compare, in this case, they compared the exact emerged John Deere system to the Speed 2 from Precision. And even in the two systems had a massively wide range of results of plant death. Yeah, so the soybean survival rate comparison between the two high-speed planters, like you mentioned, um, just showed that high-speed planters, that because they're providing that true singulation, really even spacing in soybeans, they have a higher soybean survival rate 
um, because we aren't throwing as many, you know, maybe seed doubles and we're not crowding those plants, which coming back to your activity you did uh, with the FFA, that that all sticks true to what we're talking about mm-hmm. here, because we saw that in those plants that were, were more crowded, they had those lower pod counts, and then ultimately that reduced yield. So it is just something to, to take into consideration as another huge piece of the puzzle as we maybe consider um, some of these planters. Yeah, and I think when you, you think about this, we've talked about corn simulation for you know way more than a decade, the importance of this. And really, you know, soybeans, you know, we, we talk about it. It can range from a controlled spill through a drill to using planter tech. We have such a wide range of, of, of planting technology that's still used on soybeans where, you know, maybe some more work on this. I'm kind of intrigued about looking at, you know, using these high-speed systems and looking at different populations. But I think in, really what it's starting to boil down to is, you know, we really don't need to be planting more than 140,000, you know, seeds per acre. But maybe in some cases, you know, when you look at the exact emerge, you know, in this case, which was delivering on average, you know, you know, 83 to 84 percent survival rate with good singulation. I mean, that's pretty tremendous. I mean, when you talk about 90 percent germ and they were, you know, keeping 84, 3 to 5 percent of it consistently, you pair that together that, you know, maybe then dropping 130 becomes profitable and uh, it's something we'll have to take a look at and it's something we'll look at uh, for maybe some trials here this summer you've been listening to today in agronomy on kfil am 1060 if you've missed part of the show or want to hear more check out the show page at kflradio.com or with the 103.1 kfil app stay connected with ali and josh on twitter it's at ali gyse w-i-s-e and at josh schaffner to submit your questions for the show Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. We'll see you at 11 a.m.